Back of the end zone. He'll run it out to the 10, 15, 20, 25, 30, 35, 40, 45, 50, 45. There goes Davis. Oh, my God. Davis is going to run it all the way back. Back to another episode of the rant. Today is Monday, May third, and we've we've let the dust dust settle from this weekend. The NFL draft has come to a close, and I would say, as opposed to in years past, this draft has less of like a standalone team that you could look at and just be like, what in the world were they thinking? Like, there's no there's no Green Bay Packers from last year. No, year, nothing right? that bad. There's nothing, there's nothing that bad. extremely egregious. And even some of the, like, I know there's one pick that you're not necessarily a huge fan of, but you also look at it as a, well, what's the alternative you have to pick? Yeah. It, you know, we'll talk about well, that. There's some the, of those moves, right? Yeah, there's one, there's one team that... They definitely structured their draft around a free agent decision that hasn't happened yet, yes. and depending on which way that decision goes, it'll be a great draft or a bad draft. Yes, I, I would. But agree. that's the only one. I would agree with that. Uh, Want to take it from the top? Yeah, let's just we'll just go alphabetically uh, and just review each team's uh, each team's picks, what they needed, and if we think they met those needs, or or you know if they didn't meet the needs, if they at least got better. Uh, slightly yeah so we'll start with the arizona cardinals uh i i am biased to their picks obviously yeah. they took rondell moore uh the receiver from purdue in the second round they took zavin collins in the first round linebacker from tulsa i think i think they had an okay i'm um, eh, yeah i'm eh on this one. i like their late the round thing. picks here's the thing zavin collins is kind of like a he's a huge huge linebacker right so yeah. I guess they're they're continuing with this like super versatile player style like they took Isaiah Simmons last year as they took and Riddick, Collins this year like I guess they're going for like a very versatile um, defense that can you know you could play players in different different areas I guess. Um, Ron I just had like, higher rated outside linebackers ahead of him. Yeah, I mean, I, spot that he you know, it's taken. one of those like kind of diamonds in the rough. Maybe is what they're thinking. Yeah, because he th- they probably could have gotten a better linebacker well, they definitely early, could but they they took him earlier i mean maybe they see something that people did see i don't know not the worst pick no. ronda more in the second rounds is is a is a good pick because their offense is is going to be great with him like it's going to be even better right it gives the, it gives kyler murray another weapon but it also gives them some versatility a return guy because he can you know he can do kick return punt return he can do slot he can do backfield stuff so so it's again it's a it's a good pick. They probably needed more on the defensive end, which is later in later in the draft. They, they went heavy that. secondary. They yeah, they went heavy secondary. So and a again, not not the worst draft. Not the best, but, but it seems medium. as though they. I don't know. They, they, I feel like they should have addressed cornerback earlier. Maybe they thought it was too early to take a cornerback at sixteen, but we'll see. We'll see. Yeah. Again. They did take them in the late round, so we'll see how that pans out. But again, late, leaning on late round picks to be your starting secondary usually is, is a recipe for disaster. Itchy, so yeah, exactly. 
for me, I'd always rather go secondary early and the skill positions late. Absolutely, and 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 especially with the the departure of Patrick Peterson. Yeah, who is obviously we an all timer. I mean, well, and he's he's been a part of their uh, their secondary for years. So forever. We'll yeah. Uh, moving on to the Atlanta Falcons, right? So here's the, the fact team. that they didn't trade the fourth pick is so irritating. Well, here's to me. the thing, and I talked about this in our previews, like. Yeah, you take Kyle Pitts with a fourth pick, I guess, because he's the best player available, and he's just an absolute an stud, right? <laughs> I guess, you know, there's nothing wrong with that pick, but it's, if, in my opinion, for the situation that Atlanta's in, it's like, I, I said it in the preview, you're you're not going to go anywhere with the team you have. You're going to have to start offloading some of your talent and your big contracts, namely Julio and Julio Matt Jones. Ryan. You can keep Calvin Ridley because he's still young, but you got to get rid of those two because they're not they're not part of your future for the long term, right? They're already aging, big contracts, yeah. and your window isn't now. Not is not in that division. You got two teams minimum, maybe three ahead of you, right? With Carolina, yeah. so I just think you either had to you should have traded the fourth pick ideally, the, the, and then I don't know. The funny thing is, aside of the first round pick, I love the rest of their draft. Again, I mean, they, they went, went heavy on defense, which. Yeah, Everybody they grabbed an offensive tackle, is. right? I mean, they grabbed an O-tackle in the third round. Yeah. They grabbed a bunch of secondary and a bunch of D-line, which is yeah. like, that's great. And, and, they got, and they got, like, listen, I know this is silly to make generalizations, but listen, they got a lineman from Stanford and a lineman from uh, Michigan, right? Two places that churn out top-end line talent, yeah. right? And again, yeah. I know I'm painting with broad strokes here, but... More no, often than true. not, I, mean, I feel like players from those programs end up, you know, being quite good. So, again, I think they made some smart picks. And I'm not saying that Kyle Pitts' pick is bad because he's going to be extremely productive for them no matter who's the quarterback, no matter what their, you know, future yeah. is, right? Matt Ryan's a quarterback or, you know, some some backup or third stringer down the road. Kyle Pitts is going to be part of that team for a for long me, time. For me, this spells that Julio's gone. I mean, there's no yeah, way Julio's gone. I mean, gone. they kind of are a similar type of athlete right just gigantic and freakishly athletic right and quick yeah um i also just think that julio's contract is so expensive much cheaper than than julio right and again like you said you get 80 percent of the production for 20 percent of the cost that's basically what kyle pitts could do um he could get you even more right i mean we've seen the tight end position honestly has been evaluated has been elevated to i would argue of all the skill positions, tight end is probably the most important to have like a really nutty one. Yeah. Because at receiver, there are so many good receivers now in the NFL. How many like truly elite tight ends are there? Like three or four? To have one of those mm-hmm. is really nice. Yes. Right? Absolutely. I mean, and I would say Kyle Pitts is like this. this is going to be one of those. Well, he's also yeah. like this future uh, you know, type of tight end where he's more of like a combo tight end receiver. Like he plays tight end because yeah. he's six six, but he's a receiver. Just yeah, he's not really an line. off the line tight end. Yeah, exactly. Let's move on to the Ravens. So we agree that coming into this draft, the Ravens desperately needed receivers and defensive players, and they yeah. addressed that in their first two picks, both in the first round. They took Rashad Bateman, which I think is a fantastic. Dude, I like their draft, honestly. No, I, I I do too. Right? I mean, their first the four of their first five picks are. Defensive players and receiver. They took Rashad Bateman out of Minnesota with the twenty seven, stud, which is frankly way later than I saw him going. So that's kind of yeah. a steal, in my opinion. I think he was probably I had him going like ten picks earlier, ish. Uh, yeah. 
Rashad Bateman could do everything. He can play in the slot. He's a big player. Oway at 31 is a robbery. Yeah. That is just Oway thievery. Late in the first round as well. Again, get a nice edge rusher. They got a they guard. They grab a guard the for their running game, yeah. And uh, low-key, kind of a quiet pick there. They got Sean Wade in the fifth round, right? Sean Wade, cornerback from Ohio State. Ohio is way State, better than the fifth round. Ohio State. Well, he's one of those. he's one of these players that I feel like there was a lot of hype two years ago, and then because of the COVID year and stuff like that, Mm-hmm. He kind of fell off a little bit just in terms of his, his name recognition, but he's still an above-average college corner. I think he'll do just fine in the NFL. But to get him in the fifth round, you know, I think is a pretty pretty good deal. And, I'll, again, Ohio State cornerbacks have a reputation in recent years of being very good. Yes. So, again, you, you like the, he, the prototype. You know what's funny? Even though the fullback has kind of been phased out of the NFL, they grabbed a fullback late. <laughs> This just shows the kind of team well, that for, for like this is going to be. This is going to be a power running team. Yeah, they just, just emphasis on the power. I mean, they are gonna they are gonna bang the ball down people's throats. They are not going to be subtle about I it. I mean, it's well advertised that the Ravens pretty much go for it on fourth down every single time, right? Especially when you have the running yeah. talent that they have and at the, the quarterback line position. that they have. Yeah, I mean. Yeah, you Why not? Fullback right? I mean, analytically, it's the right thing to do. I think that fullback they said in the draft covers that he had like 33 carries all time at Michigan, right? So clearly, yeah. he's really just there to block or punch it into yeah. the end zone. So I mean, he fits. He fits their, uh, you know, their. Yeah, and he has decent hands style. too, so he can do a little little screen stuff, which is what Lamar Jackson likes to throw. Uh, moving on to the Bills. All right. So here's the thing: they had 30th pick in the first round. They took. Greg Rousseau out of Miami, who I feel like he slid a little bit. Oh, but, yeah. But I f- also think he kind of was just a little bit underhyped because I think coming into last year, I mean, he was one of the one of the top – I feel like he was top ten on a lot of draft boards. Mm-hmm. So I think his teammate kind of overshadowed him a little bit. Yeah, J- uh, Jalen Phillips. Jalen Phillips. To get him at thirty, I think is a great pick, and even if you don't need yeah. an edge rusher, it's kind of a best player. Well, they couldn't get to the quarterback at all scenario. last year. Yeah. Right, and so, and this is a guy who, I mean, he can play every down. Right, he can play running plays, he can play passing plays. He's big enough that you can leave him in there all the time. I mean, another one of these super long defensive ends that we've seen, mm-hmm. like Armstead or um, DeForest Buckner, like these really, really long defensive Adam linemen. Thomas. Yeah. Uh, uh, they grabbed another DN. They doubled down on DN in the second round. That shows you really how much the they needed. The... Yeah, and then they grabbed two tackles. Yeah, and so the they really they, just they... shored up the trenches. Yeah, a lot of defense and a lot of line. That's that's pretty much the Bills draft. Which I, that's really the only two areas I need. I mean, their skill a... aside of running back, their skill positions are, are fantastic. Yeah, I'm so. kind of surprised they didn't take like a late round running back. But I guess they believe they're going to grab a couple in free agency. In, in you know Devin Singletary and that yeah. committee. Uh, and, and and they also just don't run the ball very much. I mean, why why yeah, would they are they are the opposite of Baltimore. They are a chuck the ball down the field offense. Yeah, yeah. But again, I'm surprised the, they didn't address corner earlier. That's the only thing I'm surprised. Again, yeah. I, they, I mean, they took one a corner. late late Rashad Wild Goose. Another great name. Another great name. <laughs> uh, from Wisconsin again. Wisconsin has good defenses. So I mean. You're going to take a flyer on a guy late round. I mean, get it from a Why guy. Why not? Yeah. Take take it on a guy who who comes from a good program, or you know, statistically speaking, at least. But the Bills definitely need to go D line. They only got 
one sack in the uh, AFC Championship game against the Chiefs. So, yes, absolutely an area they needed to work on. Carolina Panthers. Now, here, here's the thing. I'm going to include in this, they also, it's important to note they did just trade for Sam Darnold, who you know how I feel about Sam Darnold as a Jets fan. Yeah. I thought, I think he's still capable of being a very good quarterback, right? And I think a lot of his lack of success isn't necessarily based on his ability to play. I think that's a lot of just the Jets putting him in a horrible situation to... Oh, yeah, no line, no skill positions. Yeah, right, and no defense. So you're playing from behind with little to no help, right? So I, I would like to preface this. The Panthers, I think, kind of stole Sam Darnold because you basically, you have a guy that's younger than a lot of players in this draft in Sam Darnold, and I think he is... I think if Sam Darnold were in this draft, he would be the second best quarterback behind Trevor Lawrence, right? So I think you have to add that into the... Yeah, and I think that they definitely... Well, they also, I think they went with a draft that they're like, hey, we can use these players regardless of who our quarterback is, right? I mean, by far their biggest need was corner. I mean, their secondary was the worst in the NFL Mm -hmm. last season in certain metrics, uh, J.C. Horn wasn't my highest graded cornerback, they but I mean, early they I mean, took I him. him he I was, he was third on I think both. I had him. Drafts. I had him third, and I think yeah. a lot of it was because he's had some injury history, so that yeah. kind of left some question marks. I mean, he does have stud talent, right? Obviously, yeah, I mean, son of uh, Horn, so genetically, yeah. he's, he's he's been very blessed. gifted. <laughs> and then they grabbed a great receiver uh, late. That's some help for whoever their quarterback is, right? I mean, it's, LSU it's, receivers, we've seen they what they went can do. For a receiver so early because they have such a good receiving core. Yeah, I, mean, they I think Robbie it was more of like DJ a more Christian McCaffrey. Or they're basically their three receivers, right? I think it was more like, oh, he's there. He's I best guess, player available. Like, why not? Available, but again, I think you could have doubled down on a on a DB. Another corner, yeah. Uh, they grabbed another receiver actually, even late in Shy Smith. Yeah, I mean, again, that late, I don't think taking receivers an issue, right? No. I mean, round six, but yeah. they did. They they took. I don't know. It's 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 hard to get a read on if they had a specific strategy because they took like one of every position. It feels like. <laughs> yeah. Right. I mean, they took they took Chuba Hubbard, who honestly underrated going in the fourth round. He was an absolute beast at Oklahoma State, and it's yeah. like I think that's that's something we saw in this draft. Something we've seen in recent drafts is the teams nowadays love doing these whole like running. That's back also by insurance for Christian McCaffrey. It's insurance, injury. and it's also like, hey, let we we don't have to you know, rush the ball 20 times with Christian McCaffrey. We can do it like 15 times, still use him as a receiver a lot of times, and then also have another very good For like six to eight carries, yeah. yeah. Which I, I don't think that's a bad move. I think that's actually a good no. move. But, you know, they, they drafted a tight end. They desperately need a tight end. Obviously, the Greg Olson era in uh, Carolina has been over for a couple of years, but he's officially retired uh, after spending time with the Seahawks. They needed a tight end, Notre Dame. Honestly, I'm liking that Deontay Brown pick in the sixth round. I mean, listen, Alabama offensive linemen are Mack trucks in the NFL, right? And to get one in the sixth round, I mean, we saw how people reach for Alabama. I mean, Leatherwood went in the first round, which is ridiculous. So to get a guy like this in the sixth round, you're ecstatic if you are your Carolina offensive line coach. All right, let's... Let's move on to the Chicago Bears. A lot to talk about here because they made a big move 
I like this. I love it. I, what they I did. think they actually had a good draft, and we always, you know, it's, it's they had a great draft. They got a quarterback, but guess what? They got a they got a quarterback, and they and they got Tevin Jenkins. They got a quarterback and they got a lineman, and the thing is, I think they kind of got the second best quarterback in this draft. I agree. Right? Like, I again, I still think there were a lot of there was a lot of talk of Justin Fields being the oh the fourth best quarterback in this draft towards the end. Right? The, at first, it was Trevor Lawrence. Justin Fields is 1A, right? And I, mm-hmm. I still think that is the case, right? I think Justin Fields has a very high high floor. Maybe his ceiling's a little bit lower, but I think he is also a safe pick because he mm-hmm. is – he can do everything. He's very – He might not even play the first year. I think right? he will. I mean, listen, is it him or Andy Dalton? I really, I, I really think it's going to be Justin Fields. I do. Yeah. Uh, but, yes, Tevin Jenkins in the second round is – That's uh, a I th- robbery. I think we both had him in the first round. You both had him in the first round. I – I think we both did. But that's a great pick in the second round. They got another tackle in the next round, too. Yeah. They and got they a receiver, did, they too. They did get another receiver later on. Daz Newsom was uh, was highly rated receiver from North Carolina, so uh, a nice late-round pickup there. So, I, again, I think I think the Bears had one of the best drafts because yeah. they got their two biggest needs, which was QB well, and alignment. We can't ignore the elephant in the room is that Justin Fields was not supposed to be available here. No, um, and I think that's in, why they moved up because they were like, he's still on the board. And when he didn't get taken at, at at nine by the Broncos, I think Chicago was like, hey, this is our chance <coughs> to snag, you know, again, what we think is the second best quarterback in this draft and basically just steal him. And Because and the Giants the didn't need him. The Giants are happy with Daniel Jones. For now. So, for now at least. So... I and think I, it was a mutually beneficial move. Chicago Bears fans knew they wanted a quarterback, but I think because of where they were picking in this draft, they were like, they were ready to be like, oh, well, we're not taking a quarterback. It's going to be Andy Dalton this year, right? That's what it's going to be. And the fact that they made the move, I think, surprised a lot of Bears fans, but in a good in a good way. I think they're like, dang, we just stole a guy, right? Yeah, I mean. yeah. All of a sudden, they, they, they potentially have a guy. Now, let's move on to a team that... Had. Yeah, this is not so great. So I this think this is dumb. maybe one of the worst drafts in my opinion, and it's basically just because of one pick. And I, and it's a weird way to say it's the worst draft because I don't think they picked a bad player, right? I think Jamar Chase obviously is no. the best receiver in this draft, but yeah. if you look at a you the had more a chance to take Panay Sewell, the more pressing issue for that team is protecting Joe Burrow. He got hit more than anybody else last year in the NFL, right? Mm-hmm. He literally his. He, he died. I mean, they, they did grab it. They did grab a tackle second round, but, but still, had, I mean, you, you had, had Panay Sewell. Listen again, as you always say, you can you can get good receivers later, later. in the draft, right? Yeah. And obviously, Jamar Chase is the best receiver in the draft. But uh, yeah, again, he wouldn't have been available. But still, but you can still get top end receiver talent in the second, third round, right? You can't get a Panay Sewell level, guard, you know, lineman. After the first round, and I just think they really botched the opportunity to give Joe Burrow. They dropped Panay Sewell in Detroit's guess lap. Because because guess what? If you are, if you have a guy like Jamar Chase, but you can't protect Joe Burrow long enough for him to get open, don't you know? It's useless. Yeah. Exactly. There's no point. And and frankly, like the rest of their draft, I'm not, I'm not even concerned with because yeah. Frankly, after that pick, I'm just kind of. I can't. I can't look at this draft and think, "Oh wow, they had a very successful draft." I mean, they got defensive talent, which they desperately need. So again, 
there are some good picks here, right? Joseph Asai out of Texas is a great pick, but I still think Jamar Chase, as good as he is, not is getting, pick, I think yeah, not getting Panay Sewell puts this draft in a bad position for us. Uh, Browns, uh, one of these teams that kind of they don't have glaring needs anyway. They grabbed yeah. sick talent everywhere. Oh, yeah. I mean, they got Greg Newsom in the second. Well, I thought the Jets... They got JOK in the second round. Yeah. Jeremiah Wusukaramoa, did he, like, smoke weed or something on camera? Because he fell... Like a rock. I mean, 52 overall. I think I had him going... I mean, most people had him going in the first round, right? And I think after day one, a lot of people were like, okay, he's going to be, like, the second or third player off the board. He lasted 20 rounds in the second, right? So they grabbed first-round talent, late second round, and they got, I mean, two of the best defensive players in this draft uh, in the first two picks. And, and the fastest player. They grabbed Anthony Schwartz, who was a oh, junior world champion in the 100 meters yeah. in high school. Yeah, right? I mean, you're just going for raw talent at that point. You pair him with yeah. you know, Jarvis Landry, Odell, Nick Chubb. That guy is going to run one route in Cleveland. Yeah, go route. It's going to be the go ball, and he's going to catch a lot of touchdowns. They didn't need a ton of issues, and when you yeah. do that, you just get depth at... at uh, well, and JOK and 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 well, Greg had, Newsom won too. That's so sick. And the like thing is that, that is you just had unbelievable. To positions on their defense where they needed, you know, improved talent. It's cornerback and linebacker. I mean, yeah. so I think the Browns had a great draft. Just saying, by the way, JOK was ranked the twelfth best player in this draft and the number one inside linebacker, and they got him at pick number fifty-two. Mm. Oh boy! Good uh, for them. All right, Cowboys. I'm gonna make this quick. Cowboys had a great draft because they pretty much focused entirely on defense. I think they took yes. three offensive players, and they were towards the end, two tackles and a receiver. Otherwise, they went linebacker, cornerback, D-tackle, D-end, cornerback. In the first five picks, they got Michael Parsons with the 12th overall pick, who I think was... The, I think he was it's a second, slight reach, but it's okay. I think he was second okay. to certain. But, again, it's kind of a coin flip, the two of them. They're both extremely, extremely talented. Uh, and, I mean, that linebacking core is free. Well, and they got Kelvin Joseph in the second round from Kentucky. I mean, he's a stud corner as well. Yeah, Micah Parsons, oh. Jalen Smith, and Leighton Van Der Esch is their linebacking core. I mean, that's just... Yeah, their linebacking core is going to be insane. Uh, Denver Broncos. All right, so here here's the team that kind of has an interesting situation. Yeah, we... Because this yeah. is the team you mentioned. They set themselves yes. up perfectly for a free agent move. Now, for if Aaron that doesn't Rogers. happen, this draft is kind of a head-scratcher. But if it does happen, yes. fantastic draft by the Broncos. Right? They should have taken a quarterback, but the news breaking all day. Aaron Rodgers wants out of Green Bay. Apparently, he wants to go who knows there. how true this is, apparently the Broncos are favorites to sign him and are actually very close. I don't know if I believe that yet. Um, and they desperately need a quarterback, but again... They didn't draft one. A lot of people thought they would take Fields at nine, and they take Pats or Tain. So, if theoretically Aaron Rodgers lands there, well, then this is a sick draft because their secondary is about to be insane. Oh yeah, yeah, because their defense is already still solid, right? A lot of those those key well, their players, D line is decent. Yeah. yeah, a lot of those key players from just a few years ago are still there, right? They may be a little older, but they're still very good. Now you add Javante Williams, who I think was a reach with a third pick. In he the was a round. reach. Because, again, you know, you can get good running backs a little bit later than that. And, and maybe yeah. they were nervous they wouldn't get him in the third round. Who knows? Uh, they 
They have Melvin Gordon, but again, running back by committee is a very popular trend in the NFL nowadays. And then guess what? Then they went hard on. They went. They got one of the most underrated uh, linemen in the draft, Quinn Miners, and then they went heavy on uh, on safeties and, and linebacker for the rest of the draft. So again, good draft if Aaron Rodgers or you know another veteran quarterback. They're going to be there. kicking themselves if they don't get a free agent quarterback though, because they missed Fields. Yeah, um, and, and or Mac Jones, whichever one they wanted yeah, at and pick nine. I don't think the quarterback talent next next year is as good as this year. Uh, no. Detroit Lions had a pretty good draft, I think. Oh, they got so lucky. They got handed yeah, a no, gift. They got Sewell at seven, which frankly is is a gift alarming. Um, but then they went. I mean, they went heavy D line, D line cornerback. They took Derek Derek Barnes at Purdue uh, at pick eight in the fourth round, which I think is is a underrated pick, just because obviously I'm biased. Derek Barnes, but I think he's an underrated linebacker. And then they they went and got you know a late round running back, which there's kind of no consequence of that. And they got a receiver in round four, who frankly is probably like round three talent at round four. Yeah. And everyone knows the Lions are desperate for. Uh, well, and passers. another pick that I really like, if I'm going to try to pronounce his name without butchering it, Ifedu, Fmla, Melifonwu, yeah. He is another one of these. Remember those like UConn corners that came out a couple years ago? Yeah. yeah. They like didn't know how to play cornerback, uh, but they just jump like eight feet in the air. Obi Milifonwu. Yeah. Was the other one? It was one of the UConn linebackers. Yeah. Excuse me. Anyway. The. I know they drafted Jeff Okuda in the 2020 draft, third overall. Yeah. But Jeff Okuda, we don't really know. I mean, he wasn't setting the world on fire. Yeah. And so to grab this it's guy hard, who it's hard also it's hard to judge one player based on the rest of the defense when the rest of the defense is not yeah. very good. Well, and and I think that this guy slid right because people had other needs at that round, but he was a second round talent for sure, and they grabbed him way later than that. So good for good for the Lions on that one. Uh, the Packers. All right. So here's the thing: Packers draft was <laughs> awful, but given the situation, it looks nobody bad. cares about their draft. Well, because yeah. here's the thing: their defense definitely needs help. So taking a cornerback in the first round, not the worst move, but but I had him rated lower than this. Given, given the narrative of the last couple seasons, how they just haven't, they don't take offensive players, especially in the first round for Aaron Rodgers. It's like I get you need help on the defense, but I don't know. Maybe just switch it up. Try and appease the man that is so desperately trying to get out of your franchise because you don't, you know. You help listen to what he wants. It's just, yeah. I don't know. Again, their picks aren't. But I, I don't know. I no, I disagree with that. I, I do not like this first round pick, even if they didn't need to take a receiver. Stokes was was graded so much lower than this. He was graded like a third round pick, and they took him in the first round. Well, I'm not saying they, the player, like the necessarily the individual player they chose was necessarily a great pick, but I'm just saying, like, I get what they were thinking. Like, oh, we need to shore up the corners, right? Yeah, and they didn't take Asante Samuel there. Like, yeah, I, I know you were really high on Asante Samuel, so I know you're really uh, mad at that. But their their logic isn't completely flawed, but I also see it from the Aaron Rodgers Aaron Rodgers' like, perspective. Listen, yeah. just, just amuse me for, a, for one draft, right? Take a receiver yeah. in the first round, okay? Please. Anyway. That's going to be an entire mess this offseason with the oh, yeah. Rodgers. Hey, man, Jordan Love, quarterback of the future. I mean, that is a mess. 
Houston Texans, speaking of quarterback of the future, they got theirs in Davis Mills, their first pick in the draft, which was in round three. And they had five total picks. <sighs> Yay, Houston. Yay, Bill O'Brien. There's not a lot to talk about with the Texans because they just have This franchise is a mess. I mean, they got five players. Of, I mean, there's nothing to talk about here. They have no semblance of a plan with this draft. They just don't. Mm -mm. Right? They're just drafting to draft, and that's all I'm going to say. Davis Mills, who knows if uh, Deshaun Watson will, you know, play for the Texans or, or even play at all next year. Um so, I mean, I expect them to have the first overall pick next year. That's all I'll say. Uh, oh, yeah, they're going to be awful. I actually think Indianapolis, as good as Chris Ballard is the GM, I think they had a bad draft. Yep. Because guess what? Their first pick's great. Yep. Pay fell, I think, a little bit to 21. He's a great edge rusher. Second pick is a reach and a half. But they needed desperately a left tackle to replace Anthony Costanzo, and they did not draft it. Maybe, I mean... They only drafted one lineman in the seventh round, and I, I don't think he's going to be the starting left left tackle mm -hmm. day one. Uh, again, I guess they just were like, we're just going to... They took Sam Ellinger, too. I just don't get it. They already have... You drafted Jacob Eason last year, right? At this point, I assume he's your backup. I just don't understand the point of drafting another quarterback that really doesn't have much of a future in the NFL. And they traded to do it, fun fact. Yeah. I, I, I don't know. Their draft just, it didn't seem like they had a direction. They were just picking to pick the best player available or just, you know, talent at that point. Uh, maybe I'll yeah, be proven wrong because Chris Ballard's, you know, been an excellent GM since he started with the Colts, but this is kind of a... This is a not great draft. Well, it's like they didn't, they're just treading water. They didn't get better. They didn't necessarily get they worse. Didn't, they didn't, didn't grab it. I mean, the fact that Kissimmee was available around about the pick that you selected... Uh, that that you selected in the second round, like the fact that you couldn't move up a pick or two and grab Kissimmee, who we had as a first round grade, right? Mm. And I understand you can say, okay, Quiddy Pay, like he's just way more talented than the number twenty one spot. Fine, but the fact that a couple of these tackles fell to the second round and you didn't grab one, and you grabbed a dude who was rated one hundred and ten on the draft board at pick number fifty four, like that is. That's questionable to me, mm -hmm. you know, as good as Chris Rodgers. Uh, Jacksonville, aside of their first pick, not a fan. I mean, I would agree with you. I, I just, again, I understand. Etienne at 25? I, well, I understand the trend of, like, committee by running back, but this is where I don't get it because you just drafted James – sorry, you, you signed him as an undrafted free agent, excuse me, James Robinson last year, went and had – arguably he could have won if Justin – you know, if there weren't as so many good quarterbacks in the league last year, he might have been rookie James of the year. Robinson probably would have been offensive rookie of the year because he put up absurd numbers in his fresh in his freshman season, right? So you go and you take Travis Etienne, who's a great player, right? Would be a most likely a starting running back his rookie season on on a lot of teams, but to take him in the first round, I get oh we're gonna reunite him with Trevor Lawrence right on the pro team. I don't think that does that much for you. No, I really don't. No. And you have so many pressing needs. Defense. They could have gotten weapons, a defensive end. Right? They could have gotten a defensive end here. I, I There's so many edge rushers available. Yeah. Especially Aziz Ojolari was available 10 picks after this. Rousseau was available. I mean, mm -hmm. Owe was available. So, I, again, ETN, I just I don't understand it. It, it didn't make sense to me. Because they didn't like, take an edge rusher the, that's one of the until positions, fourth round. one of the few positions that you actually have a great player in, right? 
you don't yeah. need to take another. Maybe in two years you can take another one. Right? Well, it's and you know who you just lost in free agency? Yannick Ngakwe. Again, I mean, they did redeem themselves by taking a cornerback later, safety, you know, some defensive players later on. They have a long. No, this draft. Was, long the thing is, ago. this draft will be solely decided by how good Trevor Lawrence yeah. is. But I'm saying, aside of the Trevor Lawrence pick, there's nothing to. Be this excited. draft was not good. It wasn't much to be excited about. Kansas City Chiefs. Now another team where it's like it doesn't really matter who you pick. This is a questionable than, draft. Other than linemen, and here's what I'll say: they took Creed Humphrey in the second round, Oklahoma. He was like a fringe first rounder, early second round pick for a lot of teams. So to get him at the end of the second round, I think is a steal, and they desperately need linemen. They probably could have gone a little bit higher on linemen, in my personal opinion. Yeah. I mean, I don't hate Again, picking an inside linebacker. I just don't know why it's that inside linebacker, but hey. I, I know you're, you don't like Missouri players. For some reason, I don't know what Missouri did to you. I mean, listen, maybe you're drafting because hometown kid, maybe that'll pan out I a guess. little better. Well, who knows? Again. One of the, another one of these drafts where, like, yeah, they address their needs. I mean, this team is also so good that it's like me. Will Yeah, will this draft really matter? Probably not. No. Probably not. <laughs> and they made, listen, they also did sign Orlando Brown, so they... Yeah, did. that is probably the biggest move that they made, honestly. That's, that's their first round pick, essentially. Yeah. Chargers, great draft. Great draft. Great draft. Great you got, draft. In my opinion, you got the second best offensive lineman behind Sewell. Yeah. Uh... Slater at 13. You got a corner. Asante Samuel in the, the second last, round is a last robbery. Florida, last Florida State cornerback you drafted turned out pretty good. Derwin James. You got a yep. receiver, another weapon. You got a tight end. Who I thought they were going to go early and get like Fryermuth from uh, Penn State, maybe in like the second round. But to sit and get this guy is not bad. I mean, you got a tight end from Georgia. Is is you can do worse than that. You got an edge rusher. And I yeah I thought it, I thought it was a very good draft. You get you get a tackle to protect your future, and they already have an above average line. Continue to protect your your franchise quarterback. Upgrade the defense. Yeah, I mean, and defense. that receiver that they got is a project, right? I mean, he's yeah, that was a reach, but hey, you know what? You have other good enough receivers that as long as they stay healthy. Obviously, the biggest issue for the Chargers receiving core is health. Mike yeah, Williams, when he plays, is a stud. Keenan Allen is a stud. I mean, both those guys are amazing when they play. They just can't seem to stay on the field. Yes. Um, Rams, another one of these teams that didn't have a first round pick, two two Atwell is again. It's, eh. it's like, eh. mm. it's a, but it's they're another one of these teams where like, what need do they really have, right? Like that is. So you have Cooper Cup. That is like. so pressing. Yeah, but again, the Rams are one of these like dynamic offenses that use a lot of receivers. They use a lot of you know multiple receiver sets. You take a guy like two two Atwell just because he's he's a, he's a burner. Right, and he's kind of a mismatch problem. He's a little bit of like a Tyree kill, where he can go out of the backfield. He can be in. He the weighs slide. 150 pounds, I, though. Listen, I know, man, I know, but he, maybe he's like a, you know, they're Tariq Cohen. I don't know. And again, remember JJ Nelson? What, what, what need do the Rams have that is so desperate that you know, like, it's again a lot of these are like experimental. I mean, like things. offensive not, linemen, like guard, but like, yeah, I guess, yeah, I guess they could use depth there, but. I don't know. I think it's... A, this draft is they're, whatever. They're drafting more of, like, based on intrigue than anything. Yeah. Uh, Raiders. Now, they desperately needed to upgrade the line. Oh, this draft... all left. This first-round pick was whack. Well, 
It's this just, first round pick was it's, so it's whack. It's a classic Gruden and Mayock draft, right? Because remember, like, a couple years ago, they drafted Clellan Farrell, and everyone's like, yeah, I didn't have him go into, like, the third round. And I didn't have this guy go into, like, well, the third round. So it's another one of these picks where it's like, okay, clearly they see something that nobody else does. They took Leatherwood out of Alabama. Again, was not expected to be a first round pick. It does address a need that they have, but again, I feel like you could have taken a number of other. There were uh, so many other tackles available that were highly ra- higher rated. But again, that's it. Maybe it's their guy. They did, however, redeem themselves. Get Murray, got, which is that's a robbery. Yeah. In the second round, pick forty three, that was a steal. They went yeah. heavy on the on the uh, secondary, secondary which they, they actually went every single pick except for Leatherwood and Malcolm Koontz was a secondary yeah, player. Yeah, a secondary player, which is, listen, as far as... They I'm need concerned, it, bro. Look at that division. That's a good draft because... Look they, at that division. They exhausted their picks on, on what they needed. Uh, Dolphins. Which, I'm, you know, because the thing is, it's like they took three safeties. Yeah, but it's like if two out of the three hit, you're chilling. So. Oh, yeah. You're more than pleased if two out of three hit. Yeah. Uh, Miami. This is a sick draft, yeah, in I mean, my opinion. Again, another one of these teams where it's like, they're they don't so, need defense. They're so well set up for the future. Their defense is so young and so good right now that they can just be like, "Yeah, we'll take, we'll take, you know, a couple sick uh, weapons. Yeah, we'll get some, we'll de- get some depth on the defensive end." My my only slight issue is that they took Jevin Holland over Murray, but Jevin Holland was the number two safety. Yeah. So if they thought that they saw something in him, but first three picks, I mean, hit, 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 position wise. Yeah, Another, I mean, they get finally another receiver besides Devontae Parker. Uh, and I also forgot, they do have Will Fuller now, so that's actually, I mean, that receiving core all of a sudden is, like, very Very good. good. Uh, Jalen Phillips, again, another one of these, like, if he hits, he's going to be an absolute freak. If he stays healthy, great pick. Yeah. Again, at 18, that's great. And then, and get, then they got Jevin get, Holland. And you get Eichenberg, who's another one of these really, really, you know. Again, Notre Dame fringe, offensive lineman. He's a fringe, like. fringe first-rounder from Notre Dame. Uh, and he's played on some great lines while at Notre Dame, so that's a great pick. And Hunter Long was, a, I think Mel Kuyper had him as like his number one rated tight end, and he got picked a round after Fryermuth. So you kind of like that too. And you, you know, Flores coming from the Belichick tree. Belichick loves his multiple tight ends, right? You get Gesicki, now you yeah. get this guy too. So a great draft for the Dolphins. Uh, Vikings. I liked it. Darashaw to yeah, grab Darashaw twenty three and to get I I don't hate the Kellen Mond pick because no. Kirk Cousins listen he's, yeah, want he's Kirk whatever Cousins to get too, too comfortable, comfortable and no. Kellen Mond is everything Kirk Cousins isn't he's athletic right and he can move outside the pocket and still make big throws I not mean, the most accurate guy but he's not know. the most consistent either but he's a project quarterback you don't need him immediately because Kirk Cousins is most likely the best answer right now right he's probably better than. Kellamond, I think that's safe to say. But he's someone yes. that you can look to in maybe two, three years as a starter. And then the rest of their picks, and they went heavy on defense. They got some. There's nothing like it. egregious in the rest of their picks. Yeah. And they, for me, Darrow Shaw at 23 seals that as a good draft. Yeah, I would agree with that. I would agree with that. Because Kirk Cousins need to stay upright. Patriots. All right. Ah, uh, okay. So. Look. We got we to burn through this. Well, it's. it's I didn't. I don't love the fact that we took Mac Jones. But I understand that we had to take a quarterback, and he is the next, like, best quarterback available. Like, I get that. But it's just. Yeah, I know I mean, you're not thrilled. 
I'm not thrilled. I wish we could have traded for a free agent. I know that's probably not realistic, right? The rest of your I don't think he's going to play. The rest of the draft was great. I mean, I mean Christian Barmore was sick. Ronnie Perkins at in the third round was great. And same with Stevenson. Like, this was... You got more defensive This is a depth. great draft. This that's is a great draft. You got, you got defensive yeah. depth. And you didn't take a receiver in the first round. So, that's probably a good thing. Yeah, Patriots receivers taken in the first round always suck. So, you know. Uh, New Orleans Anyways. Saints. We got to... What was this first-round pick? What on earth was this first-round pick? Hey, he's, he, he's this guy, guy was a third-round grade, man. He's he's their guy, man. He's their guy. Really? I'm kidding. I mean, I'm saying that because clearly they saw something that they really loved taking that early. They needed a defensive end, so they got yeah, the but right. not but not man, this for were, defensive there end. There were a lot of good defensive ends before this guy, uh, Warner. With their second round picks, pretty good pick. And again, yeah. Ohio State linebackers that go to New Orleans usually end up. Hey man, how do you feel play. about Ian Book? <laughs> I mean, what on we'll earth see. was that? I don't, I don't. We'll see. I mean, I don't really know. If, I don't know why. Or yeah, I, this draft was whack. I, I'm upset that they took a guy graded third round at pick number twenty-eight. I, I don't know. I'm, I'm upset. All right, the Giants. So their first round pick. Because <laughs> Kadarius Tony's a great pick, but it just makes no sense for that team, in my opinion. Right? Is he a great pick at twenty? No. I, even I, if it wasn't the Giants, no, even saying, if it I'm wasn't saying, the Giants, I, he he shouldn't have gone as high as twenty, but definitely not to the Giants because they desperately needed a tackle and there were a ton available. A ton. And they got they already have good receivers. They signed Kenny Galladay and John Ross weapons, in free agency. Right? Like, that's not the, that's not your priority in the first round. You need to protect Daniel Jones, right? Yeah. Because if, if Daniel Jones doesn't play this well this year, you're going to be drafting another quarterback or yeah. looking for one in free agency. I love the their second-round pick, though. The rest though. of their draft was fine. They didn't take an offensive lineman, But that's though. the big issue here is that they still need an offensive lineman, and I just, you know, I'm, I'm left a little bit. Uh, I love Aziz Ojolari in the second yeah, round, though. That, that's, that's a great a pick. pick because he was frankly hey, New Orleans, you could have taken him instead of a random dude from Houston who was graded in the third round. All right, now it's time to talk about the Jets. And I think the Jets had one of the best drafts. Yeah, you guys had a fantastic draft. obviously I'm biased, but I, I truly believe Well, I hate the Jets and you guys had Zach a good draft. Wilson, I've been critical because I didn't think, you know, there was enough of a... Uh, I, I thought he had an easier schedule, right? So he's, there's still some unknowns about him. Now, here's the thing. Obviously, we know he's very athletic. He can scramble. He can make big throws. That's all great. But my opinion was it doesn't matter if you don't give him a line. Now, the Jets traded up to 14 to get Elijah Bear Tucker. Who That's I is, such a good pick. I think he's he's the, so versatile. Well, I think he's also he's the third best lineman in the draft. He's versatile. And now you have him, Makai Becton. Now you have some cornerstones for offensive line. Zach Wilson has maybe some, some I don't know, improvisation ability that, that is desperately needed on a young team. I don't hate that. I don't hate that pairing. No, and I love the Elijah Moore pick Elijah Moore, uh, at 34. He's a great slot receiver. You pair him with Corey Davis. Not terrible. You took Michael Carter, the other North Carolina running back, in the fourth round. I think that's an appropriate place. You to took take two Michael Carters, back. actually. Yeah, we took a cornerback, Michael Carter, the second. And then and then the rest of the draft, we focused on the secondary. And Five listen, this draft, this draft is going to be entirely good. determined by how good Zach Wilson is. Yeah, as with like, every team that took a quarterback, your draft is determined by how the quarterback turns out. 
but obviously we don't want to just focus on quarterback. Not yeah. for complete failure by exactly. The rest of the picks are not atrocious. They're very good, actually. Yeah, because they address the biggest need, which is the second. Tucker, Moore, Carter, especially because Michael Carter is more of like this get out into the flat, catch a pass type of deal, you know. Mm-hmm. I'm into it. I'm into the Jets draft. It's it been a long time cool. since I've been able to say that. Yeah, and listen, me too. Me too, and I'm thrilled about it. Oh, uh, this draft was terrible. They didn't take a quarterback. I'm mad. They didn't take a quarterback, but at the same time, like, I don't know. It, they're, no, they're, no, they're Jalen Hurts is bad. They're such a mess based on their current roster that, like, taking a quarterback is both good and bad for their team, right? Because Jalen Hurts is clearly not – he's not going to be the guy. But at the same time, if you take a guy now – what the heck was the point of taking Jalen Hurts? I don't also, get it. But it's, also, it's like, I mean, why they, are you throwing... They took two first-round receivers in the last two years, right? Devontae Smith, and then last year they Jaylen also... Rager. I forget his name. Jalen Rager. Um, now, I will say, besides... Uh, Devontae Smith, obviously, I think... a good he's pick. A great quarterback, or great wide receiver. Not the worst pick, but again, you needed something more desperately. They took I mean, Dickerson, second, second round, was great. He has injury history. We'll see if that comes back uh, to haunt them in the future. But otherwise, a great player. And then the rest this draft is kind of just like this defensive draft was depth. So whack. They took Again, a the Eagles are going to be bad for a long time. It doesn't matter what they do in this draft, to be honest. This team is whack. Uh, Steelers. Is whack. Didn't draft uh, a quarterback. Only took... team that I didn't hate taking a running back. This is acceptable. Yes, because they're, they're running game. They took offensive line in rounds three and four, which they desperately needed. Najee Harris is the best running back in this draft, according, uh, in my opinion. Taking him at 24 is acceptable because. It was linemen or running back that they desperately needed, and there were so many linemen that they they wanted that they got eventually later. I don't hate that move, and they got a tight end, which and I think arguably the best tight end in the draft. So, besides Kyle Pitts, let me let me. Yeah, that. I was gonna say you asterisk that real quick. Uh, moving on. Don't love that they just grabbed an offensive lineman in round four, though. But oh well. Yeah. Oh well. Uh, and no Niners. They took Trey Lance. He's going to sit behind Garoppolo. You forgot, a guard. you forgot Seahawks. Did I? Yeah. Oh, I didn't. Seahawks are after my Niners. Oh, okay. Uh, they took a quarterback. He's going to sit behind Garoppolo. They took a guard. Besides that, it's all depth because that team is, you know, it's a playoff team. Uh, they're gonna, Seahawks. They're going to trade their quarterback. They're going to trade uh, Yeah, Garoppolo. but I think it's going to be halfway through the season. Seahawks had three picks. Not much to say. They got a receiver, a quarterback, and a lineman. Meh, it's not going to change their team. None, none of those no. picks are going to change their team. Meh, Tampa, Bay, Tampa Bay, same thing. Nothing is going to change wall. here. Whatever happens, happens. Doesn't matter. Hey, Kyle Trask, baby! Woo! I'd say that's the standout <laughs> pick that they have in this draft, right? You draft a guy that can sit behind Brady for however long he plays there just to learn. And he's like, listen, Kyle Trask has decent enough, you know, measurables as it is. He was, listen, he was a good quarterback at Florida. I'm not going to say he wasn't. No. He's not jumping off the page talented, but listen. Neither was Tom Brady. Hey, so. Neither was Tom Brady. <laughs> uh, the rest of these picks are just depth. I mean, none of those are bad picks because it's the Bucks And the Titans. That's a Titans. steal first-round pick. That's an absolute yeah, they got fury of a pick. Late. They got a tackle in the second round who was in your first round, in your mock draft. Yep, yep. And then they got you know a couple receivers and some, some secondary depth for the rest of the draft. So not not a bad draft. Not, not an outstanding draft, not a bad no. draft either. That's kind of the theme, right? They did right? get better, I mean, though, because like, they... Yes, yes. I mean, they needed a cornerback, and they got arguably the best one in this draft. Well, their first two t- their first two picks are are great. I mean, this is this is great. And then, last but not um, least, the Washington football team. A pretty good draft, in my opinion. They yeah, I mean, quarterback Cosby is still going to be a question, right? 
Yeah, but I think they are in a solid enough position now that... Well, it's like they're just like, hey, we're going to be mediocre next year. We're going to get a quarterback. Exactly, so. right. Because they, they have a really good young defense that's getting better. They got better over last season. They have, they, have a, they have underrated weapons on offense, right? So they can afford to have an, a decent or average quarterback this year with Fitzpatrick and Heineke. Uh, and then next year, if the, team, the rest of the team is going to be like, all right, listen, we're set the rest of the team. Let's go out and get a quarterback in the first round. And and I think that's what they'll probably do, but I I actually like their draft. They they got an mm-hmm. underrated receiver in round three. They got a a great cornerback from Minnesota in round three as well. They got Cosme in the second round, pick fifty one, which you had him in the first round as as a first round yeah. lineman. And then they got the linebacker from Kentucky, who was like a fringe first second round guy, but again, uh, has the potential to be very good. So I I think they're actually in a pretty good draft. Yeah, I still think the most, if, if we're going just like most, if we're just looking at like the first round, most questionable pick, I don't know what yours is, I think mine is taking Jamar Chase at five. Yeah, I would um, agree with that. Maybe, that's probably the most egregious just because they desperately needed a lot. That and then Kadarius Tony yeah. at 20 was also a little eh. Yeah, I would agree. Um, because it's, it, was, it was a situation where, where skill position was valued higher than protecting a young quarterback that has no protection. Which, so. yeah. Yeah, I think we're kind of on the same. Other than that, I mean, the Denver the Denver situation, it's it's so hard to put a finger on that because well, that entirely depends on if they sign Aaron Rodgers or not. Yeah, exactly. That's like a we'll wait and see. We'll we'll know yeah. in 3 months if that's a good draft or not. Anyway. Yeah. Um I I love the draft. I'm sad it's over. I'm already looking at next year's next year's draft uh mock draft. Hey, you got two Purdue players projected pretty Purdue's early, so. Purdue's going to have two two uh, first round picks next year, so stay tuned. We'll we'll, uh, we'll update in you theory. on that next year. Anyway, uh, I think that's been, I think that's it. Yeah, that's the show.